Thank you all for tuning in. Let us pray. Father, we believe that you would give us beauty for our ashes. We receive strength instead of fear of the future. Lord, thank you for saturating our hearts with the oil of gladness. We choose to put on the garment of praise instead of the spirit of mourning and heaviness. Your presence brings peace to our souls, Lord. Amen. Today's topic is the power of the keys, part two. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God, according to Psalms 92 and 13. The laws are different in the kingdom. When you have a need, you give, reads Malachi 3 and 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Amen. That's a word. We must learn how to activate the keys. It takes faith. Human reasoning, leaning to our own understanding, keeps us out of God's will. Father, renew our minds. We must forsake the way the world system has taught us. I'm going to be honest with you all. My paycheck is not supplying my needs because our place of employment was not designed to meet our needs. Thank you, Lord, for that revelation. Philippians 4 and 19 reads, my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God's kingdom is rich. The earth is the Lord's. The kingdom has no crisis. I repeat, the kingdom has no crisis. COVID-19, snowstorms, nor earthquakes affects the kingdom of God. Jesus will meet you in your crisis. You are never too low where God cannot reach you. He will pull you out of any hole or any situation. There is nothing too hard for our God, but you must trust him. Like the old church hymn says, have you tried Jesus? He's all right. Amen. Yesterday, we discussed two keys, authority and access granted. Our third key is ownership. Do you want to reach spiritual maturity? Ownership means responsibility. If we will not take personal responsibility for our sins, the Bible says in Proverbs 19 and 3, it speaks volumes. If you're listening, people ruin their lives by their own foolishness, and then are angry at the Lord. I can testify. There has been plenty of times I blame God for my poor decisions. How about you? I'm sure we all can agree. The point is, you cannot move forward until you take responsibility for your own poor choices. As for forgiveness, turn from your wicked ways. Then maybe you can get a prayer through. Amen? That's called spiritual maturity. Ownership means decision making. While we are enjoying earthly objects, such as other people's husbands and wives, fancy cars, nice homes, 
and big, fat, nice bank accounts? Have you ever considered that life also requires ownership? The Bible tells us in Romans 14 and 12 that each of us will give an account of himself to God. Paul reiterates the idea of individual accountability when he wrote to the Philippians in chapter 2, verse 12, work at your own salvation with fear and trembling. For example, when I walked out of the car dealership purchasing a new vehicle, it meant I now take full financial responsibility for my purchase. In that same sense, as humans, we are each held accountable for our daily thoughts, words, and actions. And we will stand before God on Judgment Day to give an explanation for how we chose to live our lives that Jesus died for us to have. Ownership requires commitment. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act on your behalf. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. The fourth key is self-control. It's discipline that God grows in us when we continually choose to die to our flesh and live in him. According to John 3 and 30, he must become more important while I become less important. Self-control helps us to resist temptation and avoid conforming to the things of this world. Jesus gives us the perfect example of self-control because he lived a sinless life, minding the Father's business. I strive to be more like Jesus daily. Self-control is an important skill to develop because it teaches you how to control your emotions. However, a person who lacks self-control may respond to their emotions with anger, reckless behavior, physical violence, or turning to unhealthy coping strategies often provide instant gratification of the flesh, but have long-term negative consequences. We are all guilty of not responding to life situations in a healthy way. Let's change that because we have the power and knowledge to do so. Thank you all for tuning in. I pray someone has been blessed. Tomorrow's topic, the power of the keys, part three. You all have a blessed night.